This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Lexi. And I'm Gabby. And, and we're, we're the, the Fuller, Fuller sisters. sisters. So today's episode is going to be all about toxic friendships, the different kind of top- toxic friendships that we're familiar with, maybe some personal stories and just some advice to go with it. We put on our Instagram, our podcast Instagram, which is at chicken noodle underscore scoop. If you're not following yet, definitely go do that. That's where we post pretty much everything about the podcast. But we put a poll of some of our like top ideas for upcoming podcasts. And there was an overwhelming amount of people that wanted toxic friendships this week. So we're here to talk you guys through it all yes so we put together a little outline for the episode but as always we know you guys like when we just chat so i'm sure that these little bullet points that we have ready will just take us into some stories and things like that disclaimer before we get started we are not therapists we're just sharing from our experiences so please take everything we say with a grain of salt but with that being said roll the intro music orders up the scoop is hot and ready to be served But, of course, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, you know how it goes. Let's start with our weekly scoop. So, Lex, what have you been up to this week? Not anything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, What did I freaking do this week? I say this every single week. week. It was a crazy week. Oh, yeah. Personal stuff. Crazy week. With Sean and I just at the house. Um, Just, like, things that I just don't want to talk about on the podcast. Nothing crazy. Like, we're fine. Just, like, something... I don't even know how to word it. Just like adult stuff, you know, life trials and tribulations, adult things, but we're fine. Just, I feel like we've gotten a lot closer this week because we've gone through just like things that, you know, you just go through growing up and becoming an adult and, you know, we're just sticking it together and figuring life out, but that's okay. Our relationship is stronger than ever, and we've been FaceTiming Gabby a lot, and our families have just gotten a lot closer with us, I feel like. I don't know. But, yeah, so we were working through all of those things, and then school this week, I didn't have rotations, so it was kind of just like a weird week being back to school, but not having school every day. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I had off from rotation. Wednesday I worked at the dental office all day so it was almost like I was at dental school but actually better because I feel like I did more Um, and I get paid so that was great. Monday I had to go in just for school pictures so I had to get ready and take pictures for the yearbook and then come back home. Friday I took completely off. We went up to Ellicottville which is about an hour drive from where we live in Buffalo and my mom was up there so we just got to see her. We rode this like sky coaster thing I don't know it was like a big toboggan that you control with like levers I don't know it was pretty neat got some vlog footage of it so that'll be up later this week and then this morning I worked it's Saturday when we're recording this so I worked this morning and now we're here podcasting just kind of been vegging out it's been like on and off raining so my mood has just kind of been a roller coaster when it comes to that because when it's raining I literally just want to lay on the couch but yeah that's about it nothing exciting to share honestly just 
adulting this week. Online classes twice a week, lots of quizzes. Yay. Very, very boring. I got bored listening to that. So go ahead. You can share your week. <laughs> Honestly, the beginning of my week, well, first of all, it was the same as hers because like she said, like they FaceTime me a ton this week just to kind of help out with everything and just like talk to them and everything. Also, I feel like this sounds so much more dramatic and so like I know. It's not we really just, our like, place to talk about it. So that's why we don't want to talk about it. But it's not something like that serious. It's we just not don't a big deal, it. yeah. <laughs> but it's just something that I wanted to like be there for them to help them out. So I FaceTime them a lot this week. Um, other than that, just the normal gym schedule. Um, and Do you want to talk about just your gut feeling? You don't have to go into details. But yeah, just, I was going to I feel say like that. people could learn from that. Hold on, I think Cloud's choking on something. <laughs> <laughs> Good, bud. We're okay, laughing because he's, he's okay. <laughs> he's sitting here, you know, when dogs do the. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just like, oh god. I think he just had a furball. Anyway, so yeah, so I was supposed to have a date on Monday. Then I rescheduled the date for Wednesday. Then I rescheduled the date to Friday, and then I canceled the date. So I don't think he's listening to this, but. There was just something, like, I had a gut feeling that I just wasn't, not, like, necessarily ready to go on this date, but something just felt off. It didn't feel right. I didn't feel like the timing of everything matched up. Like, there was a reason why I really wasn't in the mood and why I kept wanting to reschedule it and just trying to, like, distance myself from the situation. So, I did that. I just feel like, um, like, you guys know I'm on dating apps and stuff because I've literally never dated in my life, but the situation was kind of different and I didn't want to like waste this guy's time and I just felt like I definitely am not ready for a relationship right now because I'm having so much fun and still just like learning to be whole on my own so yeah they were just just at different stages in the whole dating idea yeah I just felt something was not right and off about it so didn't end up going on a date but I was kind of like stressed out and worried I'm a big people pleaser when it comes to that but also like if I'm not in the mood to just do something, I will 100% talk myself out of it. So it was just really hard of, like, figuring out what was going on and, actually, like, what I actually wanted to tell him about it and everything. But the whole situation is good. He completely understood everything, was super mature about it and nice. But that was a lot of my week. But I also had a really busy work week, but not anything, like, too draining. Honestly, a lot of fun, like, campaigns and stuff and a lot of taking pictures, making TikToks, the normal then last night I just hung out with a few friends and it was like one of their birthdays so we just like had a few of us get together but they decided to make it a white lie theme if you've seen this go around TikTok I feel like it's been a very popular like party theme idea so we did the white lies and as you guys know I'm not a big drinker at all so my white lie on my shirt was I'm blacking out tonight because did I even drink alcohol no so was I blacking out no (laughs) but it's really fun um I love just I just have have like a good group of friends and it was just fun to get to hang with them um we were playing pong and randomly just decided to partner up with this kid and we dominated and won for like 11 games straight and I stood up at the pong table for literally two hours my arm is now sore this morning didn't get home till 4 a.m so I'm exhausted today but it was fun and I really enjoyed getting to hang out with my friends so that was pretty much my week and now we are here yeah, I literally was laying in bed last night, probably at like 10, 10.30, and I woke up this morning to a Snapchat from Gabby at like 4 in the morning, and I'm like, <laughs> what? 
what is going on? Like, what is what is happening right now? Well, I couldn't leave. I was on a winning streak, and I couldn't just, like, ditch all my partners, so I just stayed there until we lost. Which was literally, like, two hours later. <laughs> Party animal. Alright, so, why don't we jump in to the main part of this episode. So, first of all, I feel like, see, this episode... I feel like Gabby hasn't gone through a ton of toxic friendships and I haven't gone through like toxic like close friends but like I've definitely had friendships that were toxic and feel like I've learned how to deal with this even acquaintances if it's not so much a friendship but we thought this was a really good you know theme for an episode and we've had a lot of requests on the podcast and dms and such from you guys that wanted us to talk about this and hopefully while you're listening to this if you don't think you've gone through this maybe this will spark something and you can relate somehow you know yeah so I don't think I've personally ever gone through one but I feel like I've been like a bystander or from like the outside looking into a bunch of them so I'm gonna give like an outside perspective so maybe like if you are a friend of someone in a toxic friendship and you want to try to like help them out I'll give like my side on it but I feel like Lexi has better like actual personal experiences of like being in one and knowing what it feels like how to spot one and all stuff like that I think you can also relay this into relationships and Mm -hmm. even just like acquaintances like I said co-workers you know managers just like people that are in your life that have these traits and sort of how to deal with it so that's just what we're gonna chat about today you know just some girl talk Okay, so first I want to start off with how to spot a toxic friendship, relationship, acquaintance, all of that jazz. So for me, the number one thing that I notice when I am in this sort of relationship, which tends to be one-sided, or friendship, it is if your energy feels drained after being with them, instead of feeling like your energy was filled up or you feel full, full, wow, can I speak? Or you feel fulfilled that's probably a surefire sign that there's something toxic going on and you should maybe take a step back and reevaluate that um go ahead before we move on i just thought of something to add to my week that i just have to get out there i had my first iced pumpkin (laughs) spice latte of the of the season today so happy thank you so much for sharing that (laughs) i looked over and i realized it was still next to me and i just had to let everyone know it was also my first one from duncan it was very good and it's much cheaper than starbucks so 10 out of 10 life hack there you go okay Okay, back to what i was saying like (laughs) literally the episode that you know we're talking about here the next um little tidbit of how to spot a toxic friendship i think if you tend to lose yourself when you are with them or when you're talking to them and you feel like you're not yourself or you have to impress them or act differently that is a big red flag with the friendship or relationship um if you dread hanging out with them I don't know about you. There's a difference between... Because sometimes I feel like I just don't want to socialize. Like, I like to be home. I like to just do my thing. That, I think, is a very different feeling than if you don't want to hang out with a particular person or a particular group. So being able to separate that, I think, is big when noticing, like, okay, is this actually a toxic friendship or is this just me not wanting to socialize and leave my house? Because then, one, you need to, like, look inward and see if that's something that you're going through. And the other is, you know something with that person or that group of people so yeah I found a website that is kinds of toxic friends and they go through and sort of like split them off into titles that I loved so we're gonna talk about that Gabby why don't you start us off with the first kind the first toxic friend can I have a drum roll please it is the user they seem to be there only for you to like make plans with you 
whether it's for something specific that they want to try to do every time or whatever the case may be. And then as soon as something better comes along, they totally just ditch you. They use you, whether it's to distract themselves from something, whether it's some material thing that like, I don't know, you have a pool at your house or you have a hot brother. I don't know what the case is. There's so many different scenarios. (laughs) But the user is someone that you can tell there's a kind of a repetitive pattern every time that they want to be around or when they're making plans that either it's only convenient to them or whatever the case is. And it could be something like they're looking to improve their social status. They're looking to find a romantic partner. Like I said, the possibilities are endless, but I feel like we all know a situation like this, even if it's just in like a movie or a TV show, I feel like this is definitely a really popular one. And you kind of just get that feeling. You're like, something's off. Like, why are they doing this only in this certain way? And yeah, I just, I feel like we all know a user. With the users, too, comes with people that are always looking to improve their social status or be more popular or find a, a guy or a girlfriend. Somebody that's just kind of using you as a stepping stone to something better. So, no bueno. We do not need that in our life. That is toxic friend number one. Number two, the leech. This type of toxic friend always needs you and expects you to drop everything the second they call. There are no boundaries and it's very, very draining. Now, with this toxic friend, I'm not talking about, you know, your friend's boyfriend breaks up with her and she's calling you crying. No, that is very different. That is what friendships are for. And as long as your friends are reciprocating that when you need them, that is totally healthy and not what I'm talking about here. But what I'm talking about here is, you know, the type of person that just calls you the second something goes wrong and they just want you to fix all of their problems and then and then like even they just don't you need you give, anymore <laughs> or even when you try to give an ex- not even an excuse like a genuine reason why you can't I feel like they always try to turn the situation on you and make you feel yes. so bad about it they're like are you like I would do this for you like you know how hard this is you know what I'm going through like whatever the case is even if they wouldn't do it for you but they turn into the victim and they just make you feel so bad that you feel like you have no other option but to drop everything to go and handle their situation this also with the leech not necessarily with the name but kind of the description i would feel like this goes for the one night stands the booty calls he's only hitting you up at night he expects you to drop everything to go over he has the apartment alone whatever the case is like we said this isn't just a friendship thing that is a very toxic scenario you're going to get your feelings hurt especially i mean listen if you're just looking for a fun time you do you girl be safe and you know what i'm referring to but (laughs) If it's someone you generally have feelings for, so you want to drop everything to go hang out with them, but they never reciprocate that energy back, they are a leech. And they are using, again, just kind of using you because you're convenient and you are willing to drop everything. So don't do that. Make things on your terms. Set boundaries. It's okay to have boundaries with people. Even your family, your friends, your significant other, boundaries are good. So just be open and honest about that and don't let people use you. Number three, take it away. The negative Nelly, I personally like the negative Nancy better, but we'll go with the negative Nelly because that's what's written down. They are never satisfied. They're always thinking everything is unfair, crappy, and they struggle with jealousy and envy. And I feel like this also kind of could go into someone that gaslights a lot of situations. Um, Even if something is their fault in the situation, instead of realizing that what they did caused your reaction... They'll probably only pinpoint it on your reaction. Always try to put everything on you. Everything's your fault. Um, Always play the victim in a situation and always try to get sympathy out of it and make you feel exhausted and drained and try to like make you feel bad for every situation, even if it's nothing you did wrong. 
something that I realized as I got older is that it's okay to complain every now and then but when somebody is just never satisfied and they're talking about how everything happens to them instead of for them you tend to have those exact same thoughts when things you're going through if you surround yourself with negative people you're gonna have those negative thoughts and that is just not a good headspace to be in so surround yourself with positive people and it's totally okay to vent every now and then and complain like that is totally fine I am one of those people that feels so much better once I get like venting off my chest but you can't constantly be negative. You know, you have to be satisfied and grateful for things that are going on in your life and your friends should be the same way. So, like Gabby said, very draining and just brings down your energy all the time. And I feel like when you leave a situation with a negative Nancy or a negative Nelly, you just feel so exhausted even if you did nothing but listen to them talk. And that's just, we don't have time for that in 2020. Especially in 2020, we don't have time for that. Seriously, we don't have time for much in 2020. But negative feelings are definitely something that we don't want to have to do even more than we already are i feel like this comes with just yeah what she said about not that this is just negative nelly but just a good thing in general is you become the person you surround yourself with so if your friends are like whether they're negative all the time whether they're i don't know doing something that you don't like that is going to reflect onto you even if you don't think it is even if you think you're very aware of the situation and you know that they're acting that way like if you are only surrounding yourself with people that are doing things that you don't like unfortunately that affects you so if it's someone that's negative all the time whether they're talking about their insecurities all the time or whatever it is that's going to turn on to you and you're going to start realizing those things about yourself you're going to end up looking in the mirror and being like oh my god she thinks she's fat like she's smaller than me then what am i like just certain things like that that are gonna turn back on you that are not going to make you feel good and that's not something that should be done in a friendship a friendship should be bringing you up and not like bringing you down so with that we go into the drama queen we all we all know this one they try to turn their life into a movie mainly a soap opera they want to be just always filled with drama always starting problems you have to become the problem solver in their life fixing all of their problems even if they don't involve you and they are just so self-centered, self-absorbed, think the whole world revolves completely around them, and you are there to cater to that and try to fix everything in their life. Being friends with the drama queen also never leaves any room for you to talk about anything you're going through. The drama queen wants to talk about themselves all of the time and their issues 24-7, and as soon as you go to try to fix that or help them, They thrive on that drama, so they don't want to change. They don't want your opinion. So you're kind of just stuck in this never-ending cycle of listening to drama. And I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted even thinking about that. So with the drama queen, you may find yourself just thinking like, wow, do I ever get to talk about anything I'm going through? And if the answer is no, that's an issue. Because friendships are supposed to be two-way. Friendships, relationships, they're supposed to be two-way. And if it's one-sided, you know, you're not going to gain anything from that. I'm not being selfish when I say that you should be gaining equally from any relationship or friendship that you're in and not just giving all the time. Because as much as, you listen, I'm a giver. I'm a people pleaser and I'm a giver, but it is just too much when it comes to a certain point. So don't let the drama queen steamroll over you. Stand up for yourself because you deserve better. Also, your friendships should be the escape from all of that. Like, you know, you have your school life you have your professors you have your work your coat whatever it is that is like 
causing you the stress, the drama, all of that, your friendship or your relationship should be the escape from all of that. They should be there to, you know, like be your shoulder to lean on and just almost be there to get out of all of those spaces and have that positive space. So if someone is just causing more drama to your life on top of everything else that's already going on in your life, yeah, that's just exhausting. You're literally never going to have a time to feel like you can finally breathe. So, the next one. Why these names? We have... I love them. (laughs) The Critical (laughs) Kathy. She is mean and controlling. They take jabs and digs. Mainly, not even just like... You know when you're in an argument and things get heated and you say things you don't mean? It's not even that. Like, they say it all the time and they try to laugh it off. Like, oh, they were being sarcastic or... You know, they just don't think... They don't take it seriously. They don't think it's that serious. But, like, your feelings are hurt. But they aren't reacting like that, so you don't know how to feel. That is the critical Kathy. They just always are judgmental, trying to fix everything you do. They just always have a problem with the little things you're doing. There is nothing worse than being in a situation where you feel like you're walking on eggshells and the person that you're hanging out with is just critiquing every single move you do. You don't want to say anything. You don't want to do anything because everything you say or do is getting critiqued. And especially in a group setting, you don't want to be the person that's... Like, you can joke around and, like jab at your friends like and make funny jokes but when it gets to the point where it's just non-stop to raise yourself up and to bring others down that ain't cool nobody likes that so the critical kathy is the kind of person that's always trying to control what you do and then critiquing you when you do whatever you want to do anyways you can't win with the critical kathy the critical kathy Ugh. names could have been critical karen we could have done the critical karen in 2020 critical karen is much better well, Karens are more like, I don't know. I hope you're not friends with Karen. That's your first sign. But <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have the Gossip Hound. Now, the Gossip Hound is always in the know and engaging in gossip 24-7. They're talking about somebody else. Chances are they're talking about you behind your back, too. So just keep in mind that if you are hanging out with somebody and they're talking about others the whole time, there's a very good chance that they're doing the same thing when you're not around with other people. I feel like we've all been in the scenario, scenario, you're at the lunch table at school, someone gets up from the table, whether it's a throwaway trash or whatever, and the second they're within a far enough distance that they can't hear, you have the run friend that always has to make a comment. That is your sign right there. Because the next time you get up from the table, they're probably doing the same thing to all their other friends. So if someone, most of that always comes out of like insecurities and 100% not feeling good enough about themselves so they feel like they have to tear others down but just know that unfortunately you are not secure around that friend they are probably not the best friend to be around because they're probably doing the same thing to you that they are doing to others there is nothing more uncomfortable than when that happens and then you just think to yourself like I can't get up or what do they say when I'm not around you should never be worrying about what your friends are saying about you behind your back it should be only good things Well, guess what? They are not your friends and you do not need that in your life. I think the gossip hound is something that people start in middle school and they just never grow out of. So next time you're in a group with people, sit there and think to yourself, are these people talking about other people the whole time? Because there there are times where I have not noticed it. And then I sat and just listened and I was like, oh my gosh, this entire conversation has been this person talking about other people. And it is exhausting. Don't get me wrong. It can be fun to gossip and chat about what's going on but when it's just like mean negative things about other people that's just not good for your mental headspace whatsoever and I feel like this is way more common than we think and it needs to stop I'm not a fan 
definitely not. And that should not be someone that, like, especially if you're in a friend group, like, they're talking about their best friend like this. Like, that's already just a sign that they're unfortunately toxic. Like, they're just not a good friend. So, the last kind of, I don't know what that was. The last kind of toxic friend is the rebel. They're always peer pressuring you into trouble, even if it's something little, whether it's drinking, drugs, just trying to do something that you know is wrong in your heart. Like, you already have a weird gut feeling about it. You feel guilty doing it, but you feel like you need to impress them, or you feel like they're gonna, I don't know, like, they could turn into another friendship or another type of toxic friend when you say no, where they just immediately either take jabs at you or whatever the case is like you're scared of what will happen if you say no so you feel like you have to give in to make them happy very unpredictable very stressful and that's just not someone that you want in your life you don't want someone peer pressuring you into something that you don't want to do if they're your friend they should understand the circumstance and why you don't want to do it and that should be enough for them i agree with everything that you just said So those are the kinds of friendships that are just kind of broken down into little labels. I thought that this would be easier just for people to maybe pinpoint and recognize when we talk about the different traits of each. However, I know people that are a mix of a few of these, so it does not have to just be one or the other. Another thing we wanted to take from this episode is to self-reflect and see, you know, if you're doing some of these things to catch yourself and just be like, oh shoot, like, don't get me wrong. I have been there. I have been there where I am a negative Nelly for like three, four days in a row. And I'm like, I need to get it together. This is not okay for my mental health or the people around me. So check in on yourself as well. When you check in on others. I also want to say a toxic friendship is not a personal thing. There could be something going on in either of your lives that for this scenario, you are just toxic. And it doesn't mean you can't work through it. It doesn't mean that you have to 100% cut them out of your life. But it just means that you have to be aware of the situation and just kind of see it from the outside looking in of what is actually going on and what is causing this to happen. But also look into yourself and see if there's anything that you are doing to kind of like fuel fire to this scenario and make it worse than it is. Because just like a friendship is a two-way street, so is being a toxic friend. And unfortunately, a lot of the times you don't even realize you're doing half the things. So now I guess we should get into more like personal experiences, Lexi. Kind of like when you, how, I know we kind of talked about how to spot a toxic friendship, but maybe in like an actual scenario and like what really made you realize this and how you reacted and what you did from there. Yeah. So obviously I'm not going to sit here and name names of people that I've met that are toxic or things like that. And a lot of these examples that I've gone through, it took me a very long time to sort of pinpoint exactly what was draining me in this friendship or relationship and figure out what I should do about it. So I guess some examples, I've had friends in the past where if you are older than 21 and you know, especially in college when people start to turn 21 and they start to go out drinking, You could have friends that are great when they're sober and when they drink, it is just a completely different person. They can get super mean, they can get very negative. And I think that this is something that, you know, I used to just blame on like, oh, you know, it's just when they're drunk and it's fine. But like, if that is what's happening every time they drink and they drink more often than you would like, you got to address that. It's not something that you can keep ignoring and just blaming it on, you know, a certain substance or alcohol or a drug or whatever. You don't, if that's not your lifestyle and you, you're not there to be somebody's therapist. It's very different to be a good friend and listen and help people out. I can say I have some solid 
serious solid best friends. So shout out to you guys if you're listening. I hope you're listening. <laughs> but I have some serious solid best friends that I know I can go to no matter what I'm going through and they will drop what they're doing and help me. That being said, I am not expecting them to be my therapist and fix what's going on internally with me. And your friends should not expect you to do that in return. So just be mindful of that. Another example is someone who's a Debbie Downer. Whenever you're somewhere and, you know, you're having fun and if they're not having fun, it's let's go. I don't want to be here or, you know, I don't want to go there because so and so like everything's not about that person. And I've had examples where, you know, I've been somewhere and a whole group of us is having fun and one person isn't. And instead of just separating themselves from that situation, it becomes about them and you don't want to deal with that. It's not your place to deal with that. I'm the kind of person, don't get me wrong, if I'm not in a good mood, I you do not want me around where you are at. However, I've learned that when I'm not in a good mood, I just stay home. It's okay. It's fine. It's better for everybody if I do that. Trust me. Um, another personal example is in a friendship, listen, everybody's insecure at times. Don't get me wrong. Everyone is insecure, including myself. But when you have a friend that is so insecure that no matter what you say and do, everything is woe is me. I'm the worst. She's so much prettier than me. She's so much better than me. It is impossible to be that person's friend and, you know, help them if they're not willing to help themselves. So again, a lot of this comes back to self-reflection and encouraging your friends to self-reflect on what they're going through. And until you are, this goes with relationships as well. <laughs> Pardon the honking outside. I'm recording on my porch. Until you are in a good mental headspace on your own, you cannot be someone's boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend successfully. I truly believe that there are things, most things that go wrong in relationships or friendships are because one person is not, you know, 100% themselves. And I think that that is a big issue with toxic friends because they're not going to see it until they take a step back and work on themselves. So as much as we can go through and read all these things, it's a lot harder when you're in the situation. And I get that, but we just kind of wanted to chat about it. So those are some personal examples with me. And then just outright bullies. Like I had friends that were just mean to me. That's like another one that it just, if they're, if they're not nice to you, they're not your friend. They're not worth it. It's not, if you've tried to bring it up, it, it, I'm sorry, it's just not worth it. I don't care how long you've been friends. It's okay. You'll find someone out there that is nice to you and wants to be your friend. You can't force people into a relationship or friendship. I feel like one category that's very common in relationships and honestly in friendships is the idea of controlling. And I would say nine times out of ten, this comes from that person's insecurities, whether they feel like they don't look good enough. So if that's a boyfriend, like they don't want you to talk to any other guys. You're not allowed to do you're not allowed to have any other guy friends because they're worried. They're, they have their own insecurities that they aren't good enough. They don't look good enough that you could find someone better. And because of that, they control you to the point where you cannot talk to anyone. You can't be friends with anyone. That is not healthy. That is toxic. You cannot have your boyfriend to fulfill every single relationship in your life. You are meant to have other friends. You are meant to have other guy friends. Whatever the case is, as long as you are not doing anything wrong, that is a toxic scenario. They should not be able to control who you talk to, who your friends are, whatever the case is. And that also goes with friendship. I feel like there's certain friends where it's like, you can't be friends with her. Like, and a lot of that comes from that person's insecurities. And I feel like that's a big topic of a lot of toxic friendships comes from that, like with the controlling and spotting that and 
like I said, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing. It could be just like a temporary scenario, but you can't just fall into that trap and kind of lose yourself just to fulfill someone else's needs and everything. I think on the flip side of that too, another issue, and I was very guilty of this when I was younger in my first long relationship, codependency. Mm-hmm. You can't be dependent on another person for all of your happiness. You can't rely on a boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend. You you just can't. And that can create a lot of, you know, mental health problems within yourself. If you're relying on somebody else, you're never going to be fulfilled. You need to find that within yourself. And yeah, I think that a lot of times a codependent person ends up with a more controlling person because those two kind of tend to go together. They both get what they think they deserve. And that's just not a good mix. That is very toxic. And it takes a lot. You probably won't see it when you're in it. But listen to those around you that you do trust and you know try to take a step back and look at things from an outsider perspective with all of these examples if you are in a relationship your boyfriend should not be your only friend yeah it's funny to joke about sometimes and they can be your best friend and they should be your best friend they should be the first one you go to you should be able to trust them so much and be so close with them that they should be the first one you go to you need a life of your own outside of that relationship you need your friends you need your family you need whatever it is you cannot put all your eggs in one basket and make your significant other responsible to fulfill every single relationship in your life because they're probably not doing the same to you if we're being honest they probably have their friends guys always have their own friends they have their boys nights you know how that makes you feel yet you sit at home and do nothing and probably don't go hang out with your your friends or have girls nights because you decided to make that person your best friend you probably dropped that I see this happen so many times where a person gets into it's most likely like their very first relationship and they just completely drop their friends they stop hanging out with their friends they want to spend all their time with their boyfriend and I get it you're in love they make you happy but you need your friends take that from someone that learned that the hard way I completely lost myself in the relationship always this always happens to me I stop hanging out with my friends like I still think I have friends so I don't see it as a problem but like even if he were to go have a boys night like I would just be sitting at home and I wouldn't reach out to my friends to try to go hang out with them or anything and that derives you literally crazy and insane and then you feel like you have no one when things get worse so you need to have your own friends I think it's all about balance yeah you need to have your own hobbies you need to have your own right you know, just your own life everybody you need to- needs their own life outside of a relationship or friendship Another just random example that I just thought of as you were talking about that is the chameleon type. Mm-hmm. I just named it this myself, but they the type of friend that around. changes yep. based on who they're with. If you have a friend that acts different based on who is around every time you're around somebody different, that person has no self-identity and they're just going to keep doing that. So maybe you like when you hang out just the two of you because they act like the person you want them to be, but they're going to change as soon as they're with somebody else. And that is freaking exhausting also to watch to see to be a part of you know everybody needs their own self-identity don't be a chameleon be yourself because the people that truly want to be your friend will and those are the people you want in your life anyways you know Jeff you know, feel? I do Jeff, Jeff feels so I definitely feels we we got a bunch of dms asking you know how to address it when to know when to walk away from a friendship or a relationship that you may be thinking is toxic Lola. sorry my dog just you know took a gander out into the yard because we're sitting outside but first the first thing I would say is be honest trust and communication I think are the two biggest things in any friendship or relationship 
be honest and openly communicate because you can't expect somebody to just guess how you're feeling and be passive aggressive when you're around them because that's just going to irritate all of the parties involved so be honest that being said be considerate don't go attack that person chances are they probably don't know what they're doing or if they do they're not going to respond well to you just going on the attack mode and wanting to argue with them and there's most likely an outside scenario causing them to act this way I would say like 99%, it's nothing you did wrong. Sometimes there is. Sometimes you need to look within yourself, see if it is something that you caused or what could be causing it. But I know personally, whenever I've gone through like phases in my relationship or whatever it is where there's the nonstop arguing, like something is always up 24-7, it's mostly something else that is causing them stress or insecurities or whatever the case may be. And they are just taking it out on you because it's convenient and it's easy. And most of the time they don't realize what they're doing. But like I said, a toxic scenario does not have to be permanent. You can sit them down, explain how you're feeling without either turning into the victim, gaslighting them, accusing them, doing like, you know, just don't say anything that you wouldn't want someone to say to you, especially because hurt people hurt people. So they're most likely already feeling sad and down within themselves if they are acting this way. So to come at them with an attack is only going to put up their gate, their fence in front of all their emotions. They're going to go into defense mode. And it's just not going to end well. That could lead to the total end of a friendship and saying things that you totally don't mean. So come at them with a very, like, just fully honest and just with, like, sympathy and know that they're probably going through something and they need a friend. And unfortunately, they don't realize what they're doing. Next, I would say being direct is always better to make sure you're portraying your message correctly. Now, with being direct... You don't want to say things such as you're doing this or you do this. My therapist very kindly taught me that using words such as I feel this way comes at it from a much much less of an attack mode and more of this is what I'm feeling. This is why I'm hurt. Because most of the time when people argue, it is coming from a place of hurt. But it often turns into such a battle of who is right that you forget those things. So just remember that your significant other or your best friend are supposed to be your teammate and you're going to get through any of these struggles together, not against each other. So use words such as, I feel like I'm left out a bunch of the time, or I feel like I'm being used when you do this, or I feel hurt when this happened. So that you're not saying you're a brat, you're mean, you're leaving me out, you're using me, you're not including me. Because chances are the person's just going to be on the defense and it's they're not going to listen so to anything you worse. have to say. When yeah. an argument gets heated, it never ends well. People say things that they don't mean at all and it could be so hurtful. And the second you re- like say it, you know you regret it, but there's no taking it back. Something I learned, Coach K, we talk about this, who is like the owner of Top Gun. She's a wonderful woman, literally an angel sent from heaven. But something that's really big at Top Gun that we always learn at Camp Geneva because we always talk about we have a whole session about like life lessons and things like outside of cheerleading that are very important and she goes by the 24-hour rule and if it's something that is bothering you right in this minute you're probably heated and fired up give it 24 hours sit on it sleep on it really take it in that gives you time to also put your thoughts into feelings and actually realize what you're saying and not just like spew out word vomit having no idea what's coming out of your mouth Give it the 24 hours, really just feel all your emotions to know exactly how you're feeling and you're most likely going to have a way better conversation with that person. So even if you give them a 24 hours notice as well, be like, hey, um, 
I've just have been feeling a certain way. Like, I would love to talk to you, but I want to give it 24 hours. That way, they're aware of it. They also have the 24 hours. And then you can have a sit down and have a much more mature conversation. I feel like that always helps the scenario because as soon as an argument gets heated, there's literally no going back. So giving it that time to really sit on it, know exactly how you feel. That way you can go into the conversation way more prepared and just know exactly what you're trying to say. That always works way better. So going off of that now, when to know when to walk away. This is a very difficult topic in any... Thanks for that. That This is a very difficult topic in any friendship or relationship because it is hard to walk away, especially if it's been a long-term friendship or relationship. You feel like you've put so much energy into making it work that you just don't want to get up and walk away. But it comes to a point where once you've said everything you can say, you can't control another person's actions. So if you've brought it up in a very honest way, in a calm manner, and you've tried to have conversations and that person just isn't willing to change or to talk about it with you and discuss, you know, what might be going on, you have to walk away. You can't control another person's actions. You can only control what you are doing. And unfortunately, it sucks, but you're just going to end up draining your own energy trying to fix somebody else or fix a relationship that is one-sided and it's just not going to work. So you have it isn't worth the negative feelings. You have to put your happiness first. You have to realize that you only have one life to live. So why are you spending it being exhausted or drained or just not happy? So whether that means you have to let that person go and like the saying goes, like if you love something, friendship, relationship, whatever it is, you have to let it go. Set it free. You have to. (laughs) You have to work on yourself. They need time to work on themselves, realize what they did wrong, realize what they were missing. And if they are truly your friend or whatever, the love of your life, your soulmate, They will realize that they messed up. They will take the necessary steps within themselves to fix that. And then when they are ready, they will come back in. But you have to be strong enough on your own to know whether they truly put in the effort to fix it and whether they want to fix it. They want to work on it. They know what they did wrong. They aren't just apologizing for a very general topic, like not knowing. You have to make sure when someone apologizes, they know what they're apologizing for. That way they know what the actual issue is and they're not just trying to like brush it off and like move forward because then it's just going to keep repeating itself and it's going to happen again so you need to make sure you and that person have your space apart focus on yourselves know what you can fix what you deserve what you're looking for whatever the case is and when the timing is right and you feel that you know they've learned from it then if it's meant to be they'll come back Yes, I couldn't agree more. What do they say? Some people are there for a reason and others for a season. I don't know, something like that. Yes, or a blessing or a lesson, whatever the case is. Yes. Yes. So not everybody is meant to be your lifelong friend. Not everybody is meant to be your, you know, soulmate from the start of your romantic life to the end. And that's okay. Sometimes you learn from, you a thousand percent learn from every relationship and friendship that you go through. And you will be stronger and you will know what you need from a friendship or a relationship moving forward. It's cliche, and I know a lot of time it's hard to see it, but there really is always the good and goodbye. You learn so much out of a hard situation, like so, so much that is only going to make you stronger and help you in the future. And no matter how hard it is saying goodbye, there's always good to come out of it. So just know that everything gets better and you're going to learn so much from it or they're going to come back and then they are going to be your best friend again and you won't have to deal with this again and they'll learn from it they'll fix it you'll fix it whatever the case is but you have to change your mindset to find the good in the goodbye you can't be miserable you can't be moping around you can't be just like 
so focused on what happened and these negative thoughts and whatever the case is you have to change your mindset to find the good in it or else nothing's going to change and it's hard especially as you grow up you go through so many things it's so hard to maintain a friendship or relationship through all of that you're changing and growing at different rates and that's okay there are people that i hope i'm saying this correctly there are people that treated me like absolute crap when i was 12 years old 13 years old and, you know, I'd like to think now that if I saw them in public, they would be nice to me. So, <laughs> but would well, they be genuinely hope. nice or fake nice? Probably fake nice. But here's what I'm saying that is, is a some people genuinely situation. do. But I think some people genuinely do grow up and mature and learn Absolutely. from mistakes. And you can be friends with somebody, you know, later down the road. It might not just be working right now. And that can go for, you know, because of geographic location or because of a toxic friendship or you know, things like that. You grow apart from people, but it doesn't mean that you'll never be friends with them again. It just means that right now it's not worth your time and energy or theirs probably. So like I was saying, your friends and your significant others should uplift you and make you feel like the best version of yourself. If you feel like you're changing yourself to be friends or be in a relationship with somebody else, it is not what That ain't it, sis. No. You deserve to be happy in all aspects of life. So prioritize your own happiness. And if you are going through this, first of all, we are sorry. That was sorry. First of all, we are Sounded sorry. Sounded very sincere. <laughs> We're very sorry, but know that you will get through this. And we hope this episode kind of helped know that you're not alone and just help talk you through it. Maybe make you aware of certain situations that are draining to you and ways that you can fix them. Again, we are not a therapist. We are not professionals at this at all. We are just two girls one that has gone through a lot of drama and friendships <laughs> and one that doesn't have many friends and just stays clear of all toxic friends because they barely have any but you know that's okay another thing i did want to say i feel like i learned this lesson from gossip girl particularly you want to be around people that are cheering for your success mm -hmm. and if there are people in your life that you know are jealous and don't want to see you succeed you don't want to be around that because it will affect your success and your mood and you want to be around people that are proud and supportive and women supporting women you know it's 2020 I'm sick of seeing people tear each other down when I see a girl that looks fantastic on Instagram and I'm sitting there looking like an absolute troll in my blue light glasses my hair's in a bun and I'm in the same sweats I've worn for the past four days I comment fire emojis on her picture because she looks great you know and I just think that we should be so much more uplifting than we are as a society and I just wanted to say that. So, again, if you are going through this, reach out to us because we're always here to chat. If you want a part two to this episode where we answer your specific fr toxic friend questions, let us know. Yes, we love I those know episodes. We did this on, I don't know, I've said this before, but a lot of th these things are very, like, scenario-based. So, we just try to generalize the topic of to toxic friendships. But, yeah, if you want, like, specific advice on your scenarios, we would also love to do that because I feel like every scenario is different so like what we said today might not work for your scenario at all so let us know if that's what you want again on the podcast instagram at chicken noodle underscore scoop yes and with that being said thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast like gabby said follow us on instagram you can find our podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify anywhere you listen to podcasts so share it with your friends lexi just hit a thousand subscribers on youtube everyone <laughs> Give a nice round of applause. Thank you, everyone. I upload twice a week. so And I've been upholding that sometimes three times a week. And I'm very proud of myself I for know, that. I uploaded a lot this week. I uploaded three times and now I'm out of video. So I'm going to go film one tonight. So 
I also need to go walk the dog. So on that note, we are going to end this podcast. What? What are you nodding at me for? I wanted to read a review. Okay, so we are not going to end this podcast yet. Lola. Hold on. Lola is trying to attack the neighbor children. Okay. So I wanted to read a review on the Apple Podcast app because you guys have really pulled through and wrote some amazing reviews. And I almost tear up every time I read them. So thank you for the ratings and reviews. Please go leave us one if you haven't because it really does help our podcast grow. So this one is from Gianna and it says, obsessed, five stars. Thank you so much. I'm an all-star cheerleader, so I've watched Gabby since her TGLC days. So when she announced that her and Lexi were coming out with a podcast, I obviously wanted to listen to it, but I didn't have time. Once quarantine hit, I found myself trying to get into podcasts, but I totally forgot about Chicken Noodle Scoop. Well, two weeks ago, one of the Chicken Noodle Scoop Instagram posts came up on my feed, and I decided to finally listen to it. Boy, was I missing out. Over the past two weeks, I have binged every single episode, and now I'm all caught up and look forward to them coming out every Monday. I dread listening and watching things that ramble on about the same thing week after week, and Chicken Noodle Scoop does not do that, hence why I'm obsessed. I definitely get the big sister, little sister vibe, and at the same time, I relate so much to them. My friends are now all hooked on the podcast as well. I 10 out of 10 recommend this podcast to literally anyone. Through the podcast, I also got to know Lexi, and I am now subscribed to her on YouTube and watch her videos religiously. So thankful for the Fuller Sisters. I That's thank you, so Gianna. Nice. You are a queen, girl. Thank you so much for that. That was. I really appreciate you taking the time out to do that review. So please continue to leave us reviews, preferably five stars. But listen, if you got some nice critiquing, go ahead and lay it on us if you want. But we would we would prefer the five stars because leaving a review and a rating on the podcast is one way to help us grow and to help others find our podcast you can also screenshot anytime you're listening to the podcast if you put it on your instagram story we'll repost it that's another great way to get others to listen but we have big things planned for this podcast but we need your help to continue to grow but you guys are doing a great job for right now yeah we have some awesome exciting guests that i'm very excited like moving forward that we're hoping to get on the podcast slash have already scheduled so look forward to that as well don't worry we will always do the sister episodes we know that you guys love them we love recording them yeah i think but we decided thank you so much doing like maybe one guest a month i think that's going to be the plan moving forward so for every like two or three sister episodes then you'll get a guest and that way we're kind of on a schedule where you get a nice mix of both i feel like we've had i mean it's all just like scheduling we just randomly decided one day to reach out to guests and then all of a sudden we scheduled so many but we also want to keep it how we started it with just us two. So I think we're going to find a good schedule where we do like one guest a month to kind of spice things up a little bit. Yeah. So thank you so much. Follow us on the Instagram because another reminder, we are giving away one preset pack to our followers on the Instagram page as soon as we hit 5,000. Yeah. And we're also going to give away three preset packs when we hit 10,000. I was also thinking, Gabby, I'm literally bringing this up to her for the first time on the podcast live, but we should do a Zoom call giveaway with 10,000 subs- or 10,000 followers on the podcast Instagram. What are your thoughts on that? That would be really I would fun. love that. Yeah, that would be super or fun. Or maybe like a live podcast recording with you guys if we hit 10,000 on Instagram. So like go tell your friends. Yeah, I think I'm going to post that like right now or tomorrow on the podcast Instagram to advertise because I am very excited about that idea. So with that being said, we're done rambling, I promise. <laughs> Thank you I'm for gonna listening go take to this for week's walk. episode. Um, I am going to <laughs> go eat some. <laughs> We're going to go before we butcher this podcast any longer. Thank you guys. Have a great day as you're listening to this. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Chicken, Chicken Noodle, Noodle Scoop. Scoop. Oh, yikes. Bye. <laughs>